0: The reason you're still here is not because there's anything special about you, but there's something special about God. And if God be for me, come on, somebody say, my can't even stand against me. Somebody say, if, if God be for me, he's more. Lord. So he gave us a name that's above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess you. I don't know what your issue is tonight, but I'm here at the iHeart Summer Jam to tell you, whatever your condition is, there's a name that's greater than your condition. I don't care if it's depression. I don't care if you've been through divorce. There's a name. The name is Jesus. Can somebody type Jesus in the comments and say, I know him. I know him. And so, there's a new single that we have, and it features my sister, Lisa Nolesmith, that simply says, there's nobody like Jesus. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you about a man who knows all of my thoughts but still loves me. Let me introduce you to this man. I don't care what you've done. Who won't never bring your past up again. If you're not too busy. Do you have a minute to list? Other one. Can always put it in the words. Instead. I don't know everything, y'all, but I know this. I know that I cannot live without Can we go down his resume? He's my healer. He's my healer, my savior. Has he made a way? My waymaker. My, my joy. Has he provided for you? My provider,
1: strong tower. Yes, he I is. Just want yes, to he see. is. is he Better sing, we got Amen. There's nobody like Jesus. We know that we have different gods and different images, but there's nobody like Jesus. Because why? He said that he's the king of king, the lord of lords. He's also the god of gods. There's nobody like Jesus. There was James Fortune and Lisa Knows giving God some praise and some uplifting in your spirit. Thank God for inspirational songs. Today, God, we thank you for another Sunday. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the things that happen in our lives and the things that have been protected from us in our lives. We thank you for being a creator and the cornerstone, which is the chief cornerstone of our lives, God, that will hold us up and keep us through certain situations, God, that we need to let it manifest that your word is real. And we know that you are the God of a second chance. Your mercies endures forever. We magnify you for that, and we thank you for your righteousness because our righteousness is of is dirty rags, God. And we thank you for your righteousness. In Jesus' name, let this word be blessed. Let the revelation knowledge flow in this place to break yokes because the yoke is destroyed because of the anointing. And we ask that the anointing come in and flow freely and give grace to your people and mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. I would like to let you know that you can listen to me on podcasts. Breaker Podcast, Google Podcast, Pocket Cast, RadioPublic.com, and Spotify at your convenience. If you want to listen to my messages again, just log on to either one of those podcasts through Anchor. Anchor is the platform for all of these podcasts that podcast our message. In Jesus' name, we want to turn to Luke 22, 28 through the 34th verse, but I just want to read 28 through twenty-eight through the 34th verse, and I want to read, which is not part of the text, but I just felt led to read 28 through 31, 28 through 30, and it reads, you are those who have remained of, and have stood by me in my trials. This is the Amplified. And Jesus, as my Father has granted me, and and just as my Father has granted me a kingdom, I grant you the privilege that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. And you will sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel in other words the twelve tribes of Jacob which is Israel and he had twelve sons and I spoke about the twelve sons last week the twelve tribes of Israel the father, son, the holy spirit Abraham, Isaac and Jacob ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations the King James version and I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father had appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the tribes of Israel. In the thirty-first verse, which is our text, and the Lord said unto and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, look, listen, Satan have desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. In other words, tempt you to disobedience. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell thee, Peter, The cock shall not crow this day, before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. And the text for the day is God knows your heart. You might have intentions, but God knows your heart. In that uh, 31st verse, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan, desire to have you that he might may, may sit you as we tempt to disobedience. But listen to what Jesus said. But I have prayed for thee. In other words, I have interceded for you because I am the intercessor. I am the liaison between God and man. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. Because why? Because I am the intercessor between me, between God, in thee and when thou art converted strengthen thy brethren and when thou art converted strengthen thy brethren in other words witness to them and let them know that Jesus is real why is Jesus is real because God is real and Israel became Jacob Jacob became Israel because God became real in his life. And Jacob begat the 12 tribes of Israel. Somebody say God is real. And He's Jesus is the intercessor between God and man. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. Strengthen thy brother. You see him weak? Strengthen him. Don't talk about him. Strengthen thy brother. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee. Both into prison and to death. Now, Peter had the intentions, but God knew his heart. And Jesus said, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day, before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. And God knows his heart. Jeremiah, the 20th chapter, in the 12th verse, I just wanna enlighten you on being with God. Yes, it goes from the old to the new testament to the old to the new, new to the old, because why, God is unchangeable. He said, I am God and I change not. Jeremiah the 20th chapter in the 12th verse. And it reads, But O Lord of hosts, you who examine the righteous, who see the heart and the mind, let me see your vengeance on them, for to you I have committed my cause. Listen, listen at this scripture. But O Lord of hosts, you who examine the righteous, who see the heart and the mind, let me see your vengeance on them for for to you I have committed my cause now you're praying you're going through situations you got people speaking bad things about you and in this 12th verse the bible says who see the heart and the mind let me see your vengeance on them do you want to see vengeance on someone Sometimes you don't want to see vengeance on someone. You don't want them to be hurt because they're hurting you or they're saying bad things about you or they're not supporting you. But vengeance is mine, said the Lord. But Jeremiah said, let me see your vengeance on them for to have, for, for to you I have committed my cause. I told you about my situation And I just want to see the vengeance on them. Now, in the the Old Testament, yes, that's physical. You want to see the vengeance on them. In the New Testament, the Bible says vengeance is the Lord's. And sometimes you might not see the the vengeance, and then sometimes you will see the vengeance. Certain things that people do to you and then the Bible says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So when harvest time come, of those seeds that were sown, which were bad seeds or seeds of discord, any negative seed that are sown, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And the Bible also says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall what? Eat the fruit thereof, in other words, eat those words that came out of your mouth towards humanity or towards someone that you don't like or that you're jealous of or you envy and you have strife against them and you begin to speak negative things about them into their lives, they don't have to necessarily hear you But you have demons that are listening to what they're saying and the demons is going to try to bring those things to pass because you spoke something negative and they thrive on that. So they try to take that and use that against you in which that would become a form of witchcraft if you don't know it or not. When you're speaking negative things on people, you might as well do some enchantments because the more negative things that you speak, of course, the spirit world is listening. Demons are listening and they're trying to bring those things to pass upon you, but God is your protector. And when vengeance come or when harvest time come, don't get upset because you planted that seed. And remember that scripture, be not deceived, God is not mine. Whatsoever man saw, that shall he also reap. Now, we have Ruth, the first chapter, 12 through 16. And Ruth was with her mother-in-law. And her sister-in-law was there also. And the mother-in-law lost her two sons. And the sister-in-law left. And let me read the scripture. Ruth, the first chapter, 12 through 16, and it reads, Turn again, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say, I have hope, if I should have a husband also tonight, and should also bear sons. Would ye tarry for them till they were grown? Do you want to marry them? because my other sons are died, has died and would you wait until they're grown and marry them too? Would ye tarry or wait or anticipate them till they were grown? Would ye stay for them from having husbands? Nay, my daughters, for it grieveth me much for your sakes that the hand of the Lord is gone out against me and they lift their voice and wept again and Oprah kissed her mother-in-law but Ruth cleave unto her and said behold thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods return thou after thy sister-in-law and Ruth said entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee for whether thou goeth I will go, and whether thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Going back to your people and going back to serving your gods. Ruth denied going back to her people and serving other gods. Your people will be my people, and and your God will be my God. Now, Jesus told Peter, When thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. Now, Ruth's mother-in-law strengthened Ruth into serving the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And in the midst of that situation, she met Boaz. And Boaz was a mighty man. Rich, wealthy, and Ruth was chosen by Boaz. Amen. And it was a constancy, the quality of being unchanging or unwavering as in purpose, which is the salt of the earth. We are the salt of the earth, so we, the, our purpose is to be the salt of the earth, love and loyalty, firmness of mind and faithfulness ruth was faithful to her mother-in-law she was unchanging unwavering i will be your people your people will be my people and your god will be my god and this is what peter was stipulating to jesus he said that i will go both into Go with thee both into prison and to death. That's how how Peter felt at that time. And Jesus said unto him, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day, before that thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. Now, Peter had intentions to be there with Jesus, but his heart was not there but his intentions was there. So you can have intentions, but at the same time, your heart has to be there as well because the enemy is there to tempt you. Not only that he's there to tempt you, but he's there to tempt you to disobey or to be in disobedience. Now here's the thing. You're going through situations, right? Your bills need to be paid. Your car payment is behind and you're driving alone, minding your own business, you go to the grocery store, you walk by a car, the door is unlocked, the purse is on the inside and you see the wallet and there's the temptation. And the disobedience is there as well. So you have temptation first, then you have the disobedience. So if you open that door and take that wallet, because why? You are in a situation that you need to pay your bills. Now, do you disobey God's word and heed to that temptation? Or do you just keep it moving in faith that God will provide? This is what Jesus was telling Peter because the devil wants to sift him as wheat. In other words, he wants to tempt him to disobedience. But Jesus, as the intercessor, he said, but I have prayed for thee. In other words, I have interceded for thee that thy faith fail not. I see the wallet, I see the purse, I see the door that's unlocked, but I will not let my faith fail me not because Jesus has interceded for me. Just like the Holy Spirit when you're praying and you don't know not what you're praying about, but the Holy Spirit give his, gives utterance, in other words, in a seed for you that it knows in what you're need of. In other words, God knows your heart. You can say one thing, but your heart is saying something else. So what am I saying? Just just pray and ask God to give you strength in the times of your temptations, that you may not become disobedient because of the temptation. Because the Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Second Kings, the second chapter, one through the third verse. Um, I would like to read Ruth in Amplified. Have enough time to do so. Amen, Ruth. The first chapter. Twelfth verse through the sixteenth verse. And it reads, go back, my daughters, go, for I am too old to have a husband. If I said I have hope, and if I actually had a husband tonight and even gave birth to sons, would you wait until they were grown? Would you go without marrying? No, my daughters, for it is much more difficult for me than for you because the Lord's hand has gone against me. Then they wept aloud again and Oprah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. In other words, Oprah is saying, there's no use for me being around you because you don't have any more sons. Goodbye. But Ruth clung to her. Then Naomi said, look, Your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Turn back and follow your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, do not urge me to leave you or to turn back from following you. For where you go, I will go. And where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord do the same to me as he has done to you, and more also, if anything but death separates me from you. So Ruth decided to follow her mother-in-law until the end. And this is the same concept that Jesus wants us to do when he told Peter that the enemy is trying to sift you as wheat. And he said, and Lord, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan have desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Tempt you to disobedience. But I have interceded for you, for thee that thy faith fail not. Jesus is the intercessor, but the enemy wants to tempt you into disobedience. Remember that. Thank God for his word. And Ruth decided to hang out with her mother-in-law. 2 Kings 2, 1 through 3, and it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha or Elijah. Some people call it Elijah, call him Elijah, Elisha, or Elisha from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Bethel. And Elisha or Elijah said unto him as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth I will not leave thee so they went down to Bethel and the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elijah or Elisha and said unto him know thou that the Lord would take away thy master from thy head today and he said yea I know it Hold ye your peace. In other words, mind your own business. I know what I'm doing. I am after the anointing when God takes him up into the chariot of fire or into the whirlwind. I am hanging close to him because he's not going to need that anointing when he ascends to heaven. So mind your own business. You You do not know what My purpose is, my purpose is to get a double portion of his anointing. And you guys do not know that is my purpose. So the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elijah, or Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord would take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yeah, yeah, I know. I know it. Hold ye your peace. Because I am on something that you know not of. I want a double portion of his anointing to carry on the work when he leaves. Hebrews, the second chapter, verse 18. Tempted or secured a person or a thing that provides help. Now that goes back to the scripture with Peter when Jesus said he, that he prayed for him and it will help him to achieve and after he strengthened himself and be converted and strengthened himself then he can strengthen his brother. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted he is able to secure or help them that are tempted. Secure a person or thing that provides help and Jesus is the person that provides help for us in the time of temptation because why the word of God said that he will give us a way to escape there is an escape mechanism that can take place when we're tempted but we have to look for that escape and when you see the way of the escape Run through it, run through it, escape, escape, escape. Get out of there, run. Proverbs nine, one through six, receive the wisdom of God because wisdom can prevent you from going through certain things. Wisdom, the ninth chapter, wisdom hath built her house she hath hewn out her seven pillars. She hath killed her beasts. She hath mingled her wine. She hath also furnished her table. She hath sent forth her maidens. She crieth upon the highest places of the city Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. As for him that wanteth understanding, She said, she said to him, come eat. We're talking about wisdom. Come eat of my bread. Jesus said he's the bread of life. Come eat of my bread and drink of the wine which I have mingled. Forsake the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. Jesus is the bread of life. The wine Jesus wants turn the water into wine, come eat of my bread and drink of the wine which I have mingled, which I have stirred up for for sake of the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. Go in the way of understanding. In other words, listen to my wisdom and do not go into the way of the foolish or Go into the way of experience because experience will not tell you what's about to happen. But wisdom will forewarn you of the situation. So forsake the foolish. Forsake the experience and live. And go in the way of understanding and go in the way of wisdom. Which will protect you from unwanted experiences that tries to come into your life. God knows your heart. God knows your heart. He knows your heart. And we thank God because in some situations we might have intentions, but God knows our heart and some of us may fail And Jesus will let you know that. Peter, you're going to deny me three times before the cock even crowed thrice? You're going to deny me. John, the second chapter, 22 through 25. When therefore he was risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, and they believed the scriptures and the word which Jesus had said. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover and the feast day, mainly believed in his name, many believed in His name when they saw the miracles which he did. but Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew all men, and needed not that, they, that any should testify of men, for he knew what was in man. In other words, you cannot hide anything from Jesus. You might have some intentions, but your heart cannot hide from Jesus. Remember that. Your heart cannot hide from Jesus. You may want to do what's right, or you have a zeal to do what's right and you want to please God, but your heart is not there. The Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. Now, here's the thing. You confess or you say that you are of Christ with your lips, but your heart is far from him. And that's when he tells you to depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So make sure your heart and your mind are connected together, because your mind can think one thing and your heart can say another. So God knows your heart. And God knew that the enemy wants to tempt Peter or Simon to disobedience. But Jesus was the intercessor for Peter or Simon that his faith fail not. We go through certain things, and yes, we are tempted. And then when we're tempted, we become disobedient. In other words, we we don't remember, we, we know what the Word says, but we disobey what the Word says because why? We're being tempted. And you see the temptation And the devil wants you to think that it's easy to get away with. But there are consequences with that. There are consequences with that. And you have to know that the God that you serve will bring you out. He will give you a way to an escape. He will bring you out not only would he bring you out, he will be an intercessor for you. When you're praying in the spirit, Jesus will be the intercessor. But we have to know within ourselves that God is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. We're going through, there's a lot of situations in this world right now that we're suffering with, and we don't have control of, but keep the faith because Jesus is interceding for us. Keep the faith. Convert and strengthen thy brother. God, we thank you for this word. We thank you for you being an intercessor for us because the devil comes to tempt in order for us to disobey your word. And we thank you for giving us a way to escape through these temptations, God. We magnify you. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your guidance because you said in your word, according to David, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want or I shall not lack because you are my protector and you are my guider. You guide me into all truth, and we thank you for that, and we magnify you, and we give your name the praise forever and ever, to you be the glory, in Jesus' name, amen. for his word thank God for him being who he is and we magnify him and we glorify him because he's the author and the finisher of our faith keep going and don't stop keep going and keep it moving because the more you move the more God moves amen bless you